0: Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. So today you're listening to episode two of Inside the Eyes of Psychics. In this episode, you'll be listening to a pre recorded interview that I had with Joe Petrini. And Joe is a psychic slash medium. And so the interview is her saying what she does and basically it just explains what like who she is of, as a person. And I'll be asking her questions and all that jazz. So have fun, listen to it. Hope you enjoy. Ever.
1: Oh, you know what? I'm truly honored that you picked me for your first interview. Cause I know you said you were interviewing two people, but I didn't realize that I was the actual first one. So oh yeah, what?
0: this is yeah.
1: This is pretty cool.
0: I know it's kind of it's very interesting, like whole new surrounding that I'm in, interviewing someone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Now, to start off with the first question. Um, sure. Can you give, like, since you practice this, could you basically give us, like, a description of what you do
1: exactly? Sure. So I am a medium psychic, and I'm also an angel intuitive, so there's a little bit to it. I don't know how much time we have. Oh, <laughs> well, no, it's fine. We have as much yeah. time as you need. Um, but um, uh, there's a difference with what a medium and what a psychic, uh, a psychic is, and a lot of people don't understand the differences and it's confusing um a a medium is um somebody that talks to the deceased so my clients come to me and um i'm sort of the messenger for them uh their energy the deceased your deceased loved one's energy works through me and uh, a psychic is somebody that um my soul blends with your soul during a reading, and I discuss with you things like your past, um, like examples of um, maybe uh, your birthing experience, like your birth order, the house you grew up in, where you grew up, um, and then I, after I dwelled in your past, um, you know, things like the, the, were you creative as a child, were you a loner? things like that. And then once we dwell into that, then we go into, you know, what's going on in your life now? Um, You know, um, are you in a relationship? Uh, What do you do for work? And I go into that. And then once I get all that correct, then I start talking about predicting your future. So a good psychic reading is we talk about your past, I talk about your present, and then I can predict your future. And I always say that, you know, I predict the future because really only the big guy up there knows what's going to happen in yeah. the end. It's a prediction. You know, I always warn my clients when they're leaving with a psychic reading that, you know, this is a prediction This might happen. Um, but I do get excited when I have clients email me you know, the following year saying, you told me I was having that baby boy and I have him and he was born in the fall. And, you know, I, I totally forget my readings. I don't remember them. Yeah. Um, I have to let my readings go because it's a lot of stuff to hold on to. And I have my own thing. I'm, I'm married. I have a husband. I have three grown children. Um, I have grandchildren. My first grandchildren are arriving this year. I have a dog. <laughs> So I have to let these things go because I can't keep other people's, I'm going to call it baggage because I have my own. Um, But And then I also read angel cards. Angel cards are very um, healing. Uh, They give a lot of guidance and direction in people's lives. So my title is medium and a psychic and an angel intuitive. And again, mediums and psychics, people get a little bit, confused um you have to be and this is really confusing you have to be a psychic to be a medium okay but not all psychics are mediums so so like a
0: a branch of being a psychic
1: yes very good yes yes Uh uh-huh exactly Mm mm-hmm every medium is a psychic So when I'm doing a reading, I have to be really careful and I have to tell my client if I'm receiving something psychically, because I would never want to do a reading on somebody and receive something psychically and let them think that I'm receiving it, say, from their grandfather, because that's a totally different experience, okay? When you go to see a psychic, they're receiving it psychically, so they're, they're receiving it with um, just knowing that, you know, um, you know, your grand, I'm just making this up, by the way, that your grandfather maybe lived with you as a child and um, that, you know, you have all these memories. It's different when you're doing a medium reading, grandpa comes in and grandpa's telling you, we did this together, we did that together. And I remember this and I remember that. And that's very healing for people. So it's a totally different experience. And I do all different kinds of readings. I do, you know, some people want to just come for that psychic reading. They want to know, you know, what's going to happen? Am I going to get that job? You know, am I going to have that baby? And then I have clients that come to me that, you know, they're just aching to hear from their loved ones in spirit because they miss them so much. And then I have my favorite reading that I call a blended reading where I do a little bit of everything. I love doing those because that's just my client gets everything and it just sort of exercises my brain and, and and I do a little bit of everything. It's really fun. Yes. Yeah,
0: so, yes, um like <laughs> uh, so is there any limits to it because obviously like you said since you are a medium and a psychic you're going to have to like turn off the psychic ability when doing when giving a mediums like session? So it's like oh. do everything, or is there any like limits, or or is it just like a sum up of their life and what they're gonna expect, or messages you get?
1: When can you rephrase that? And I didn't hear some of it. I think it was because of my phone. So I just
0: oh okay, it's like, fine. <laughs> um, like, are there any limits to your abilities? Because like you said, you're gonna have to like turn off like a side of your brain with the psychic abilities when giving a medium reading.
1: Well, no, it's it, it's all in. It, it's not that you have to turn it off. I don't mean it like that. It's that it takes experience, and you got to be really careful on who you go to. Um, I just warned my clients that you know, make sure that when you're going for going to somebody that you know if you're going to a psychic or you know if you're going to a medium, okay? Because um, you need to know with what kind of information you're receiving, okay? Um, I, I was teaching mediumship up until COVID hit last year. Um, I closed my commercial space and now I'm working strictly out of the home. So I don't have a commercial space now. Um, and part of teaching mediumship, you teach your students to understand better if they're using their psychic ability or if they're using mediumship. And it just, it comes with practice. It's like any other Um, you know, business that you're, you're learning, it just comes with practice. And it, it, you, you learn to understand, Oh, wait a minute. I'm not talking to spirit right now. That's me. And uh, it just takes experience. And sometimes, you know, I'll get students and they're really eager, really, really eager. Like, Oh no, I know what I'm doing. I'm going to open up my own practice and I'm just going to get going and they get going too quick and they get eager. So it just, you know, as long as you um, take, you know, take your time with this um, and learn the ropes and understand yourself because every medium works differently. And um, I mentored with somebody for three years before I went out on my own. And um, it just, it takes time. And I've, I've I've had clients email me and they'll say, why do you have to take classes in order to be a medium? It's just to help you to understand yourself. Being a medium and a psychic, it's it's a calling. It's not, you don't say like, I want to be a medium. I want to be a psychic. It's a calling. It's a gift. Yeah. But you take classes to understand it so you can better utilize your gift. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. And then I- once you, you know, and then once you, um, you know, you understand it more, then you go off on your own.
0: Yeah, that goes into another question. Like, when did you really know that this is what you really wanted to do? With
1: yeah, that's a great question. I'm actually writing a book about that right now. So hopefully you'll buy my book when it's done.
0: <laughs> I'll be your first um, customer. What's that? I'll be your first
1: customer. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, so when did I know? Really good question. And I get asked this all the time. And, uh, you know, I work events and people ask me. So like I said, no one really decides. Um, it's just, it's a it's a calling. Your soul just keeps aching and calling for it. Um, Your soul just sort of guides you there. But for me, as a very young child, I just always felt that something was guiding me. and um, And I just began to understand that I had psychic abilities first and but I was afraid to open them up um because I grew up Catholic and um I grew up in a pretty strong Catholic home I mean my my mom didn't go to church every week but she did the rosary at the kitchen table with holy water and had an extreme amount of faith and um so I grew up you know and we had nuns and priests in our family you know generations of it and strong belief system in the Catholic faith and um So in the Catholic faith, you don't talk to dead people. It's just totally against it. And, but I always felt safe as a child. And I always understood, like, I felt like something was around me, but I'm talking like the age of like nine or 10. I just understood when things were going to happen and I didn't understand why, um, and anybody like, listening to this interview would understand that growing up Catholic, you just don't talk about that with your other Catholic family members as to, how did I know that that was going to happen? Yeah. Um, it just it wasn't talked about. So um, what happened is, is I just sort of grew up like that, and I didn't know how to express it as a child. Um, and then I had this big awakening when my mom passed away. And it was what happened when my mom passed away that opened me up as a medium. And a lot of times, if you read mediums' bios, they either had a near-death experience, or somebody passed away and it opened them up, um, or maybe maybe they almost passed away in an accident or something. Um, but it was the my mom. When my mom was passing away, I was taking care of her on hospice. I had a big spiritual awakening with the spirit world. And that's where my journey began as a true medium and psychic. So that's what a lot of what my book is about, but what happened there and how it opened me up and how my journey began. So um, that's really how it started. Um, I found out, I guess I, I should probably tell you, I found out I got my gift from my mom. My mom knew she was a medium all her life. And my mom was fighting it because she was Catholic. And my yeah. mom knew I had, my mom knew that she had the gift. And um, my mom was sort of protecting us because my mother was afraid that if she opened it up, or if I you know, knew about it, that we would open it up and, you know, My mother was just a true Catholic and felt that if we opened it, the devil would come in. But it wasn't until my mother was passing that uh, we had this amazing experience. I don't know if you've ever read any books where people pass away and they see like the light and you see all your loved ones coming. And we just had an amazing experience. I mean, we saw Jesus coming. It was just amazing. And um, we witnessed it together. And my mother truly went in peace and she told me to heal people. And that really opened me and I've been doing this work ever since. So, um, that's my story.
0: <laughs> you I know, that's when, what, but I know Those moments where it's just like, click, this is it. Like this that's is what, what happened.
1: And you know, I, um, I actually did a reading just last night and I got full of goosebumps and I, I, a lot of times when I'm doing readings I, I say to my clients, Oh, I have my chills, I have my angel bumps, and that's confirmation for me that spirit is saying, Yep, you're correct. You're you, you understand. Um and it's always such a good feeling and a lot of times my clients get it and uh they're understanding that it, it's like a hug from, from your loved ones and I was so I was doing this reading last night for this woman and it, you know, I do everything remote now and she was from out of state doesn't really matter. I don't even know why I'm telling you that, but I I said to her, I said, "Oh my gosh, your loved one, you had an experience with them during the passing," and she was crying on the phone. And I said to her, "Oh my gosh, I actually spirit showed me the experience that I had with my own mother," and then I actually saw myself looking at the email that I got, I received from you, Anna. I'm not I'm not kidding. And I went, why am I seeing that student's email? What is this all about? Right? And I, I didn't really understand it. Because a lot of times what happens is, is spirit will show me things in my own life, either from the past or the present. So I understand things. And it's because I knew I was going to be talking about it during your interview. And I said to the girl on the phone, I said, you had an experience with your grandfather at the passing. And she said, yeah, I said. Saw the light. I saw it all. I I know he. I knew before he was going to pass. And I said, well, how, didn't that give you such peace? And she said it was amazing. Um, because she said nobody else saw it in the room. And I said, well, you're having an awakening. And I said, you know, I know I'm going to be talking about my awakening when I when I when I opened up to become a medium. And she said, well, why are they choosing me? Why am I getting this awakening? I said, well, this is it. They choose us. And so then I started asking her about all these different characteristics that mediums have growing up. And she fit the bill completely. I mean, like she was just answering them. Yes, 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 yes. Because mediums have like a certain characteristics. We kind of we have friends when we're young, but we kind of like to play along. We like to be around older people. Um, there's just certain things that we have different characteristics when we're younger and she just, she fit the, every detail that I asked her. Um, so I believe she had an awakening with her grandfather when he just passed away like two months ago. Um, but I knew I was going to be talking to you about it. I didn't know I was going to go into such great detail today, but I found out, no, I found out last night. I knew I was going to be, so it's crazy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So that's like the best part about doing what you're doing is like giving people like such reassurance that yeah, it's like that.
1: That is what I love about my job. Um, When you know, what's that? That's the school bell. Oh wow! I haven't heard one of them in a long time. (laughs) I'm old. Um, yeah, I mean, when, when people tell me that, you know, um, that I gave them any healing or I gave them comfort, um, and another, another thing that I love about my job is that it's different every day. I never, ever know what's going to come up in a reading. It's just, it's totally different. You know, I don't have that same job every day. Um. But anyway, I'm probably blabbering too much. (laughs) Oh,
0: great. This is going to be like the best podcast ever. (laughs) Right. Now, I have another question. What's the weirdest thing someone has ever asked you during one of your sessions?
1: Gosh, so I've had probably, oh, God, there are a lot of weird questions sometimes. A lot of times the weird questions come up in like psychic readings, not really in my meat you know, my mediumship is when people come and they want me to connect to their loved ones. But sadly, I don't know if this is weird, but I had a really sad um, I had a I had a client ask me when her mother was going to pass away. That's weird, kind of, isn't it? Yeah, just and a little- I, 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 I can remember just like what, you know, and but we had already in the reading. It had already come up that her mother was extremely extremely ill and her loved ones had come through talking about her mother's illness and that they were watching over her. And I said to her, I go, doesn't it give you comfort knowing that they're watching over your mother? And she says, yeah, but I just want to know how much longer I have with her. And I said to her, I go, it doesn't work like that. I go, you know, I can, I, you can't, I'm not God, you know? Uh, So sometimes people come and They want me to answer questions like they're going to receive from God and it just doesn't work like that. If it's not in your highest and best interest, and truly it's not in our highest and best interest to find out when someone's going to pass away. It really isn't. It's in your best interest to know that. And I feel very confident that the lady left the reading because I remember her hugging me and thanking me. Um, so I know she left the reading in a good way, but if you, you know, she, how do I put this? Um, I feel she left good because they knew that her mother was being watched over. And she, even though her mother was on hospice, the woman was taking care of her mom. It, it came through in the reading and her loved ones told her, you know, cause how else would I have gotten the information? Um, so she knows that her mom is gonna be greeted by them when she passes. So I said to her, I go, that's what you really need to know. Not your mother has another week to live, a month to live, that when she does go, cause we're all gonna go someday. We don't live forever. We don't. I mean, that anybody can tell you. But when she does pass, they will be there. And that's what you need to receive for comfort. And she said, yeah, you're absolutely right. And I need to just take it at that. And I said, and it's just joy every day. You know, every day's gift. And she said, yeah, you're right. But, um, I mean, weird questions. Sometimes people, sometimes I get people that are very desperate with psychic readings and they just want to know about relationships. And they just want way too much, way too much, yeah. you know. When am I gonna get that boyfriend? And <laughs> yeah. sometimes it's just a bit too much yeah. and you know and 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 it puts a little bit of stress' cause, you know I've already given them the information on like um you know details about maybe their birth. We've gone back into their life. We're talking about their life now, like what they're doing for work, and I'm giving them the information they're not giving it to me. And we're talking about, you know, where they live and whatnot. And then I tell them, you know, maybe I've told them, in, you know, I've pre- given them a prediction of they're not going to be in a relationship. So sometimes when people hear their future and it's not going to be the way they want it, then they're asking me, like, well, when, when am I going to meet that, you know, my soulmate? Well, maybe it's just not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's know? like...
0: So sometimes I'm- people. Like people think too highly and like sometimes it's not always the good things and some people don't even want to hear that and like they act like they do, but they don't. Right.
1: Right. So they want to hear it, you know, so, yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, that was very good. I was not expecting that this to be going that good.
1: (laughs) You had all these questions. Confidence in in yourself. (laughs) Yeah. I have a fun job. I mean, it's, it's, and, I mean, there were days that I, um, you know, there were days that my readings are very draining, though, and, uh, and they're, they're sad. And, but spirit will turn them into happy times. I mean, there are people that are sobbing while I'm, I'm reading them, and then spirit will make them laugh because mm-hmm. they don't want them crying through the whole thing, too. So, so it, it, it can be fun.
0: Yeah, I know. Some people don't even like their job, but you seem to like really love it. Like this is like your act, your calling basically. So Um. I,
1: I, I, I used to be, I used to be a lab technician. I went to school for medical technology and I worked in a hospital as a chemist in a hematology, um, in the hematology lab. So I did blood work. So, you know, like when the person, when you go to a hospital and you have to have your labs drawn, I was the person in the, in the laboratory that ran all the, the blood work and I did that for years and it paid great money you know that's what I went to college for mm-hmm. and I didn't like it <laughs> because yeah. I was in a lab and I you know I used to see my coworkers in the lab but um I was basically holding to the blood analyzing them and it was you know like it paid great but I wanted to do this this is what I needed to do so I was doing this part-time on the side and uh, I finally just left the the lab and my husband supported me on it. And he said, you're supposed to be doing the, the readings, you know, you are. And it wasn't until, you know, when my mom passed and I left the lab and it really, everything opened up for me and I'm, you know, it's my job and it's not work. So when you love your job, it's not work. Yeah, truly, truly. So I, I every day is just amazing. Yeah, it's it's my passion. Uh, working in the lab paid great, but it just wasn't my passion.
0: Yeah, I mean, like no money can really need that like put an amount on like just actual passion. Being happy, just being happy, <laughs> just being happy, and not getting all the money you want, but like, what, at what price, like, you're yeah. just my advice to
1: anybody is, is if you can be happy with your job, it's not work. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So I, I left my career and I made this my career. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much for in, like even answering me back and actually doing this with me.
1: Oh, no problem. <laughs> no problem. Like said, this was not nerve-wracking at all. It was great. Oh, no. You, you did you did great. I mean, I know um you know what I know? I you wanted to ask me uh, um cuz I had, I know you wanted to ask me um if I can practice on myself, I think. Yes, stop. Yes. Um cuz I know I I, I think that's what you said. Can you practice on myself or only others? And mm-hmm. I wanted to tell you that, you know, I, I talk to my loved ones in spirit all the time. My, after my mom passed, my best friend from first grade passed away 11 months later. And then my dad passed. So that's when things really blew up for me with my gift. But I can chat with, I have the, it's, it's great for me that I can talk to my loved ones in spirit. So, I know they're around and they're guiding me and watching over my family. But for psychic things, I cannot um, give myself like the lottery numbers. It just doesn't work like that. You know, people that are non believers, and there are a lot of non believers with what I do, because not everybody believes and I'm okay with that, um, they'll go, oh, if you're a psychic, why can't you, you know, give me the lottery numbers? It doesn't work like that. It doesn't. My work is for healing work. And that's why, it's you know, when somebody asks me something like, well, when am I going to meet my boyfriend? That's not for your highest and best interest. Yeah. It's just not. It's really not. You know, my work is for healing work. Um, lottery numbers isn't one of them. Sure, I would love it if I could get the lottery numbers. If I did, I'd be off living somewhere and <laughs> wouldn't be working, drinking a tropical drink. But I can't ask for things for profit. It does not work like that. So yep. I can't ask for, you know, um, is my son going to be okay? Is he going to get that new job? It doesn't work like that. And plus the spirit world and my angels and guides, they want me to go through the same excitement as everybody else. And I'm going to give you an example. Like my daughter is pregnant right now. And I'm so excited because it's that first grandchildren. If I was able to predict for myself that, oh, she's going to have and she's having twins, by the way, which we're really excited about. But if I was able to predict for myself, I wouldn't have that the normal joys of life of letting her come over and telling me that news. And I want that for myself. I really do. Um, I don't I don't want to like be predicting for myself. Sure. I can go for a reading and have somebody else predict for me. But I can't do it for myself, and I actually like that. I want to live like everybody else. But I can talk to my loved ones and spare it. I can do that. But I can't profit for this off off of myself. It just does not work like that. It's it's like against of like the law. It just doesn't work. Yeah, and I'm fine. And I'm fine with it.
0: (laughs) Eating life's experiences. I, just label- I thought that was a really
1: good question because you know, I know you had sent me a list of questions and you said, can you practice on yourself or only others? And I'm like, that is such a good question. It really is.
0: Yeah, I, I was so, I was like, oh, I have to ask a good question. I have to be professional. So <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, what do I ask? And how old are you? Um, I just turned uh, 15.
1: Oh, wow. Well, that's great. Thank oh, you, you did great you should be proud
0: thank you this your was parents
1: very, should be proud
0: thank you this was very is very good it's very like it was like very nice to, like I'll have that all the knowledge now know about it because I was very new to the topic and we had to pick a topic of like interest and I was mm-hmm. like if you know about TikTok like if you're scrolling by there's some uh, videos that pop up and there are some like psychics on there and they're like Oh, they talk about it. And I'm like, oh, this would kind of be interesting. So I I like try to do as much research as I could, um, just reading off of it. But I mean it's okay. always better if I can have an actual expert tell me about it. Right. Yeah.
1: I don't I don't know what you're you're seeing on TikTok. I don't have TikTok. <laughs> I don't know. I, know. I know my younger son does. He sends me stuff from that all the time. <laughs> That's too funny. Oh. Well, well I you have to do it. You have to do another interview, right?
0: Yeah, with some another. Um, he is this. The next one is just a straight Psychic. I like looked at her um, website. You know, is it is it against to
1: tell me who it is? Because I probably know them.
0: Actually, I will probably tell you. If I well, I have to go on my email. So if it doesn't show up, I will text you it, and if you can tell me. Because
1: I, I probably the the mediumship and psychic world is small. I probably know who it is. Yeah. Funny. Well,
0: my email's not working at the moment, so I will text you her name and her website, and then if you t- then if you know her, then you know her. Yeah.
1: Cause so, so psychic. If if the person is strictly a psychic, they're not going to talk to you about, you know, um, they probably don't talk to the deceased. Yes, yeah. it'll be a little bit different, which will be great. Mm-hmm. You the
0: know,
1: that will be a Mm-hmm. Awesome.
0: Right. Well, thank you so much for doing this again.
1: All right. You're welcome. All right. Well, have a good day. Good luck with everything.
0: You too. All right.
1: Bye. All
0: right, guys. That was my interview with Joe. I hope you enjoyed it. Come back to listen to episode three. Have a good night or day whenever you're listening to this. Thank you again. Bye.